If you want your dream to be, build it slow and surely. Small beginning, greater end. Heartfelt work grows purely. If you want to live life free, take your time, go slowly. Do few things, but do them well. Simple joys are holy. Day by day, stone by stone, build your secret slowly. Day by day, you'll grow too. You'll know heaven's glory. This is David Russell and your faith anew. Welcome to the additional lesson number three of the Virgin Mary in the Kingdom of the Divine Will by Louisa Picaretta. The 31 lessons of what we affectionately call the Queen Book were given to Louisa in the late 1920s for a period of several weeks. Louisa would ask the lady assisting her to close the curtain around her bed at 4 p.m. each day. At that time, the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother and Queen of the Divine Will, would come from heaven and place herself at the foot of Louisa's bed, imparting to her the lessons contained in this book. A certain priest who read these lessons at that time noticed there were episodes in the life of the Holy Family which had not been addressed in the lessons. He inquired of Louisa the reason, and she, in turn, asked Our Lady about this matter. Consequently, the Holy Virgin gave six additional lessons, which are now being presented here on Your Faith Anew. In the show notes, you'll find today's lesson with a single click. You may choose to pause the podcast, open the file, and when ready, press play to follow along. We begin in the will and name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Additional Lesson Number 3 The Queen of Heaven and the Kingdom of the Divine Will A new star with its sweet twinkling calls the Magi to adore Jesus. Epiphany The Soul to its Heavenly Mother Here I am again, Holy Mother, upon your maternal knees. The sweet baby that you press to your bosom and your enrapturing beauty enchain me in such a way that I cannot go away from you. But today, your appearance is more beautiful still. It seems to me that the pain of the circumcision has made you more beautiful. Your sweet gaze looks afar to see if persons dear to you are arriving because you feel the intense desire of wanting to make Jesus known. I will not go down from your knees so that I, too, may listen to your beautiful lessons to know him and love him more. Lesson of the Queen of Heaven Dearest daughter, you are right in saying that you see me more beautiful. You must know that when I saw my son circumcised, 
and the blood gush forth from the wound. I loved that blood, that wound, and I became mother twofold, mother of my son and mother of his blood and of his cruel pain. Therefore I acquired before the divinity double right of maternity, double right of graces for myself and for all the human race. This is why you see me more beautiful. My daughter, how beautiful it is to do good and to suffer in peace for love of him who created us. This binds the divinity to the creature and gives it so much grace and love unto drowning it. This love and these graces do not know how to be idle, but they want to run, to give themselves to everyone, to make known him who has given so much. This is why I felt the necessity of making my son known. Now, blessed daughter, the divinity, which knows how to deny nothing to him who loves it, made rise under the blue sky a more beautiful and luminous new star which, with its light, goes in search of adorers to say, with its mute twinkling, to the entire world, He who has come to save you is born. Come to adore him and to recognize him as your Savior. But, oh, what human ingratitude! From so many, only three personages paid heed, and without regard for the sacrifices, they set out underway to follow the star. And just as a star guided their persons along the way, so too my prayers, my love, my sighs, my graces, for I wanted to make known the heavenly baby, the awaited one of all centuries, as so many stars, descended into their hearts, illuminated their minds, and guided their interior in such a way that they felt that, without yet knowing him, they loved him for whom they searched. And they quickened their pace to reach and to see him whom they so loved. My dearest daughter, my motherly heart rejoiced for the fidelity, correspondence, and sacrifice of these magi kings to come to know and adore my son. But I cannot hide from you a secret pain of mine. From so many, only three. And in the history of the centuries, how many times is this pain and human ingratitude not repeated to me? My son and I do nothing but make arise stars, one more beautiful than the other, to call one to know his creator, another to sanctify, another to rise from sin, another to the heroism of a sacrifice. But do you want to know what these stars are? 
a painful encounter is a star. A truth that one comes to know is a star. A love not corresponded to by other creatures is a star. A setback, a pain, a disillusion, and unexpected good fortune are so many stars which produce light in the minds of creatures and which, caressing them, want to make them find the heavenly infant who suffers agonies of love and, benumbed by the cold, wants a refuge in their hearts to make himself known and loved. But alas, I, who have him in my arms, in vain do I wait for the stars to bring me creatures to place him in their hearts. And my maternity is restricted, hindered. And while I am the mother of Jesus, I am impeded from acting part of mother to everyone because they are not around me and they do not seek Jesus. The stars hide themselves and they remain in the Jerusalem of the world without Jesus. What pain, my daughter! What pain! Correspondence, faithfulness, and sacrifice are needed to follow the stars. And if the sun of the divine will rises in the soul, what attention is not needed? Otherwise, one remains in the whole of the human volition. Now, my daughter, as the holy magi kings entered Jerusalem, they lost the star. Yet, with all that, they did not cease to seek Jesus. But as they left the city, the star reappeared and led them, joyful, into the grotto of Bethlehem. I received them with motherly love. And the dear baby boy looked at them with so much love and majesty, making his divinity transpire from his little humanity. Wherefore, bowing, they knelt at his feet, adoring and contemplating that heavenly beauty. They recognized him as true God, and they remained enraptured, ecstatic, enjoying him, so that the heavenly baby had to withdraw his divinity into his humanity. Otherwise, they would have remained there without being able to move from his divine feet. Wherefore, as they came out of the ecstasy in which they offered the gold of their souls, the incense of their belief and adoration, the myrrh of all their being and of whatever sacrifice he should have wanted of them, they added the offering and the external gifts, symbol of their interior gift, gold, incense, and myrrh. But my motherly love was not yet content. I wanted to place the sweet child in their arms, and oh, with what love did they kiss him and press him to their breast. They felt in themselves paradise anticipated. With this, my son bound all the pagan nations to the knowledge of the true God 
and placed in common the goods of the redemption for everyone. The return of the faith to all peoples. He constituted himself king of rulers, and with the arms of his love, of his pains and of his tears, ruling over all, he recalled the kingdom of his will upon the earth. And I, your mother, wanted to act as first apostle. I instructed them. I told them the story of my son, his ardent love. I recommended to them to make him known to everyone. And taking the first place of mother and queen of all the apostles, I blessed them and made them be blessed by the dear baby. And happy and with tears, they left for their regions. I did not leave them. With maternal affection, I accompanied them. And to requite them, I make them feel Jesus in their hearts. How they were content. You must know that I then feel myself true mother when I see that my son has dominion, possession, and forms his perennial dwelling in the hearts that seek and love him. Now, just a word to you, my daughter. If you want me to perform the function of true mother to you, let me deposit Jesus in your heart. You will make him happy with your love. You will feed him with the food of his will, because he does not take other food. You will dress him with the sanctity of your works, and I will come into your heart and will rear my dear son again, together with you, and I will perform the office of mother to you and to him. Thus will I feel the pure joys of my maternal fecundity. You must know that what does not begin with Jesus, who is within the heart, even though they be the most beautiful external works, can never please me, because they are a void of the life of my dear Son. The Soul to Its Heavenly Mother Holy Mother, how I must thank you for wanting to deposit the heavenly baby in my heart. How happy I am about it. For pity's sake, I pray you to hide me under your mantle, so that I may see but the little baby alone, who is in my heart, and, forming of all my being a sole act of love of divine will, make him grow so much unto filling me all with Jesus and to leave of me only the veil which hides him. Little Flower To honor me today, you will come three times to kiss the heavenly little one, and you will give him the gold of your will, the incense of your adoration, the myrrh of your pains, and you will pray me to enclose him in your heart. Exclamation Heavenly Mother, enclose me in the wall of the divine will to nourish my dear Jesus. We conclude this episode in the will and name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.